Welcome to Sea Time, everybody. This is episode 57. I am Brian Pierce, and I have Matt Wozni. I don't even know if I just pronounced it right. Next to me, did I get it right? You did get it right, yeah. Boom. He's from MXPTV. For those of you who don't know, go check him out, MXPTV.com. They do a lot of stuff in the moto industry. Actually, why don't you give us just a little bit of a recap what you do do? Um, pretty because much every, cool. Pretty much everything in <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everything is pretty much all motocross. I'm on the East Coast. I'm out of Delaware, so I've just been uh, producing motocross videos almost for about nine years right now. And uh, it's a lot and, of years. Yeah, it's a lot of years. I mean, and I'm 26, so it's so it's a I, lot I, of years. Yeah, so I, 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 I've been around for sure. So <laughs> it's been a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, just doing what I love. It's great, and just going to local races, from the local races to the pro races. You know, just covering everything in between. And uh, the main thing is getting everybody a shot to be either in a video or to be a, in a picture on the site or anything else like that. Right. And um, as a racer myself, I know how it is to get some exposure every now and then. So to have that to give it to the racers is perfect. So it's good. awesome. And uh, the reason. Not that he's not cool by any means, but they're one of the big reasons why he's on the couch right now is we were tweeting back and forth on the Twitter uh, before or as he was traveling down to Texas. So we went to the Freestone National this past weekend. He was doing his thing. I was doing my thing. Technically, I was way into an 18-pack and having a great time. They are on the Texas 12-pack, and he was doing all of his video stuff for Ally Sports. So that's how we wound up getting together and how we wound up on the couch today. A lot of fun. Just went to Chewy's. What would you think? Yeah, oh, it was great. Place is, good the place food? is good. Place good is good. Food. So I was yeah. definitely filled right there. So. I like it. All right. Yeah. I, yeah, well, you had a, I had what did I had a beer Rita of sorts or something, and then you just yeah, that was like there. one of the freakiest drinks I've probably ever seen. <laughs> that was like whatever. It was you drank it, and that's it. Yeah, so well, it, it's, you know where it is, right here. Yeah, right here. it's all up in. We're having yeah. a good time with it. Yep. Definitely. Okay, so. I wanted to say thank you to FMF for put their nice little sticker on the Seat Time class because they actually hooked uh, Tiffany and I up with Seat Time uh, passes, the first class passes. A lot of fun. We had a fun, great time, so we thanked them. The Flying Machine Factory, for those of you who don't know what it stands for, we asked a lot of people this past weekend. Nobody knew. What? Come on. You've got to figure this shit out. So, Freestone National, that's what we're talking about. That's what happened this past weekend in Wortham, Texas, Freestone County. What? Oh my gosh. It really wasn't as hot as I expected it to be, but it did get hotter later in the day, and I don't really know how much that became a factor, but wow, I have a crazy-ass sunburn. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Thoughts on the day. Thoughts on the weekend. You've been there for a couple days, man, so give us some stuff. Basically, basically been there since, what, Wednesday night, Thursday morning And you did press day with Uh, the Rockstar team, with Blake Wharton and all those guys on Thursday? Yes, with uh, Blake Wharton, Hunter Hewitt, Martin Davalos, and uh, Jessica Patterson, and and Jason Anderson as well. Yeah. yeah, I did a whole press day with them, and uh, yeah, it was it was hot. You know, it's freestone hot as well, yeah. but I think it was a lot cooler this year than, than last year. Last year was like, yeah, it was like you're walking around. It's just like a sauna wherever you go. You know, yeah. it, it was rough. So this year was it was still hot, but it's been hotter. So um, I think it was a little more comforting this time. You know, the wind kind of kicked up a little bit, and. Um, Every now and then, kind of get that cold breeze going through, which was good. So yeah, I agree. It seemed like some of the guys actually weren't even wearing Vinic gear, which I was surprised. But we did have some good cloud cover, as you were saying, that the wind that was coming through, and I, it was great. The pits were awesome. We had so much fun. We ran around an early part of the day, and we were interviewing, uh, not we, mm-hmm. we as in seat time. He was, again, he's doing his thing. He doesn't like me that much. He's just <laughs> pretending right now. Um, so we went around and did some interviews with different people. We'll have those up on the site as soon as uh, I can actually edit them together because, you know, uh, it's you know I got real life to get in the way, but uh, that was a lot of fun. We had a little first class passes, got some free Red Bull out of the deal, some water. I mean, whoa! 
That's that's good. Hey, free rebels, and, you know something you don't get much happens. I know, so right? You're like, ah, oh, come on, gotta stay awake. <laughs> but and this is the first time that I'd actually been to a national motocross. I know that that seems crazy. Oh my gosh! But it was the first one I've made it to. It was the one in Texas. I had the best time. I totally agree with a lot of the stuff that you were saying that other people have said that Freestone is not the best like spectator friendly track. Mm. It did seem like you know you kind of work your way into one spot. You kind of either had to stay there and just be like, I'm just going to see a little bit of the action, or feel like you need to walk around because of the fact that it's just, it's just, a, it's just kind of weird. There's no elevation. There's really nothing that's going on. So, but the track seemed to shape up awesome. Yeah, I mean, with, I mean, with with, with with Freestone, I think, I think if I was a rider, I love that track. I would love to ride that track. Oh. Like it, it looks so much fun to ride. Um, yeah, spectator-wise, not one of the most spectator-friendly tracks, especially when I went to Hangtown last weekend, where you could see about 90% of the track wherever you are, maybe 100% even sometimes. Yeah, that's so, and that's, that was really nice. And I uh, like like Bud's Creek and a bunch of other tracks in the circuit that you could see a lot of the track, and they're usually really yeah. good spectator tracks. So that's kind of one thing about it, but, you know, um, you know, Tony Mill and the guys at Freestone and stuff, they they always do a top-notch job every time they have a national going there. So they, uh, um, it showed, like, the tracks were great, um, the... Um, I mean, the, the, the Razors liked it a lot. I remember the press conference afterwards, like, you know, James, Ryan, all them guys, they all loved the track. And uh, it, was, it got rough at the end of the day. And um, even the women's class, they had the last mode of the day. And that was very rough for them. But, uh, but they got through it. And, uh, you know, it was uh, overall a very fun weekend, definitely. And, uh, you know, for first national for you. So, I mean, it's experience is gotta great. Go, gotta go to more. That's yeah, what I gotta, gotta do. go to more. Gotta go to more. I might have to find somebody to pay for me up and for, pay my way around the country. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we talked about some of the riders. Holy crap. I think that if you, we all know the results that James Stewart won, Ryan Nudge got second, and there were some other guys in there. And then, of course, you go to the 250s, and the fact that Eli Tomac did such a great job and got Baggett just, whoa, blowing people out of the water with some of the moves that he had. But we talk about the 450 stuff. I was on the edge of my toes because I was standing the whole time the racing was going on at the Texas 12-pack of like the James Stewart-Ryan Dungey battle. I don't think many people would call it a battle because it, like, it just seemed like Dungey was you know, just trying to pass through it, but he was just, oh, it was so just nail-biter because you're like, please pass him! And he never... I mean, this is obviously once they got in the main final position, and it's just like, please, but it never happened. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good racing. That that was that kind of reminded me of what was it? I think it was Houston or Dallas, one of those Texas rounds where um, uh, Villapoto and Chad Reed were going at it. You know, basically just 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 pure racing. They were both going like the same Dicing speed, it it and going crazy. And that was and then then Reed crashed in that race. Right? You know? Yeah, that was Dallas. And that was that was like it was such good racing, and then it just went, then it just happened. But. Uh, um, other than that, I mean, it was that type of racing where it was like it was like rubber band racing, basically. You know, it was like one, you know, James would, you know, would be um, actually Ryan would catch up a little bit, yeah. and James would kind of go back, and it would be back and forth like that a lot. So it was really cool. I mean, that was, I mean, I was trying to watch wherever I could stand. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me being a tall guy, I can be able to see over a little bit, maybe. But still, it was guy? you know, just try to try to get over the crowd's head a little bit. But no, I mean, but it was. Um, it was some really good racing there. I was, you know, I was kind of waiting for that pass to happen, but uh, I think both riders know that it's the second round and there's ten more to go. And uh, as long as they keep it consistent and they're still hauling, yeah, it's good. So, man, it just like uh, as a spectator standing there, just being like, "Ryan, did you make a pass?" <laughs> Every time he'd come by, following Stewart, I'm like, "Ah, get out of his roost! You know, his roost! Get out of that line!" But it's like in the reality that track can be very one-lined 
And I think that we saw a bit of that with that the, the racing going on between Stewart and Dungey because it's just like to stay on him, he was in the line that Stewart was in. But when he would try to kind of find some passing lines is when you would see that rubber band effect where he would Stewart would seem like he'd th- he, either Stewart was pulling away or Dungey was you know backing it off a little bit just because he was trying different lines. So it was uh, well. Could Stewart? Yeah. Could you think Stewart can do twenty four motos again? It is too early to tell. I mean, first of all, you have Ryan Dungey, who's he, he's won titles before. Obviously, yeah. he's, he he'll always be there. You know, I mean, there there's been there's been times where people have doubted him in your own know, races and and you know think oh you know I don't think he'll be up there, but he's always there right till the end. You know, yep. he's he's the one that can push the you know the thirty thirty five minutes out there. To get to get the job done, and yeah. he's always done that. So I don't see a twenty-four. I don't really don't see a twenty-four. No, because I think you know when you know if Dungey goes back to his home track at Millville or some tracks he's done well in the past. I think he'll you know he'll have that advantage. I think sometimes, yeah. but again, Stewart's really good as well. So it's it's yeah, it's like both of them continue up. to get more consistent, you know, in their own right. Because Dungey always seems to just find a way to get better. Yeah, period. And, and, like, then, and then for me, for, for me, I think it's going to be. It's gonna be them two going down to you know Elsinore looks like you know and I think um, they're gonna I think oh, I, 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 I think they will be trading moto wins throughout the whole season for sure. I mean you have Alessi, you have Short, you have a lot of other riders that are, you know well capable of getting Josh up Grant, there. Actually been and, really and Josh good. Grant looked amazing at Freestone actually, so he did really well. And uh, he's you know so many other riders as well that have been they're, they're up there, but it's like it's like um, Stewart and Dungey are like right at that level, like they're they're at that. That next level where yeah. the other riders are, um, like Alessi said in the press conference yesterday when he got third, he's like, I just want to stay consistent and just just you know ride my own race. You know, I he's not really too worried about reaching their speed and stuff. It's just always being in that mix because with the nationals and with being in the series and winning the championship, you have to be in it to win it. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. So Alessi's goal is just to be in it. You know, and uh, he's he's done well in the past and. You know, it, it looks like it looks like 08 over again. You know, it looks like you know Stewart may have gone 24 0, but Alessi did get a run for his money first half of the season before he uh, had his uh, Alessi falls inching in at Redbud. So, yeah. but which you know, scary crash as it was, but he, uh, I think we're seeing kind of 08 kind of repeating itself a little bit. You know, but I don't. But as far as now with Dungey in the mix now, like I said, Dungey was good, confident KTM. I mean, and. You know they'll get they'll get their national win this year. I mean they will, and it's just maritime for them. So I'm looking forward to it. So the 250s were just exactly what you would expect. They were they were I think even more nail biting than uh, than the 450s because of the fact that we had Eli Tomac who didn't get the best. He got a good, really good start in Moto One, but didn't get the best start in Moto Two. And all kinds of mix ups and stuff going on. Blake Baggett being a badass and jumping yeah. the tabletop into the whoops, which we didn't think. Besides practice, seeing a couple people try it, mm-hmm. that anybody would do with the moto for the fact that it's like so close to people, you might land on something, you might break your damn frame. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like you yeah. could blow out both your ankles or wrist on that thing. It was just kind of, kind of freaky. And then they had the new triple. Everybody was just blazing up through that. I mean, the 250 racing was spectacular to watch. I'm so glad that I was able to be there for it. Um, Roxon, Roxon was looking really good. Do you think that he is going to be able to pull off, you know, some wins? Oh no, that that yeah, of course, yeah. of course. I mean, he's you know he's a world, he's a passable champion, I believe, and uh, he's transformed the U.S. tracks pretty good. It looks like. I mean, Hangtown he rode awesome there as well, and uh, I think you know, once he gets to the U.S. format, which is pretty much significantly different than the GPs, obviously in yeah. Europe. I think you know once he gets used to that, 
I think he'll be set, and I think he's already getting used to it. I think he's pretty much comfortable where he's at, you know, the competition he's racing against, yeah. you know, and uh, I think he'll be, um, he'll, he'll definitely have a moto win, uh, definitely definitely an overall win, I think, this season, because he's, he's got the speed and stuff, it's just, it's a start, and maybe a little bit of luck in between, so yeah. uh, that's, that's kind of what it comes down to. It was kind of cool that uh, him and Marvin Musquin were signing uh, autographs and I was walking by, they were doing I didn't wait in the line, but I did kind of like walk up with the camera just to kind of get some shots, and I got one of Musquin, and all of a sudden he just kind of, you know, signs the thing and reaches up over the person and hands it to me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't really know why or if that was anything special with Musquin. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate <laughs> it. Got myself. Nice yeah, those, guys, those KTM guys are really cool. I mean, they're... You know, as far as getting autographs and stuff or anything with them, you know, as far as yeah. just talking with them a little bit, they're really open to that. So they're a really good team and stuff to be, uh, you know, to you know, just go and talk to. Just yeah. with them. I had, I did have a, a a moment when I was picking up our little passes on Saturday morning. We looked over to my left, and John Tomac is as close to me as you are. Mm-hmm. And John Tomac, in my world, being a mountain biker and a dirt biker, he is and past BMXer, like. Whoa! Like he is just the whoa guy in one in my life, and so like I, but I couldn't talk to him. Like everybody, like I just was like, I, it's like starstruck. I know. I was like totally like, oh my god, John Tomac. Like if it had been Eli Tomac, I probably could have been like, yeah, good luck today, you know. But it was his dad. It was John. Tomac. I was like, oh my gosh. But leading into the fact that John Tomac is a badass, I think he has raised a badass son, and mm-hmm. he showed some phenomenal like man thinking racing this past weekend like he didn't he wasn't a 250 rider out there he mm-hmm. was you know a grown man riding that 250 bike around that track and oh, he yeah. looked so good yeah oh yeah i mean he, well eli he had a he, he didn't have a good weekend at hangtown as he wanted <laughs> yeah, to yeah, i no. mean hangtown's a track where he's done well at in the past and uh now I, I i know he was extremely motivated coming into freestone he wanted to make sure he was you know on top of where he was in supercross yeah so and um i think at freestone he's you know, he got into it, and he he, he, he knew he had up. to win. He knew he had to shake it up a little bit. Yeah. So, and he did that, and he rode amazing, and uh, so happy to see, you know, the Geico Honda team at least, ex, you know, still being on top as well, because they've had a phenomenal year so far, grabbing, you know, the East-West, Light, East-West Lights Championships yeah. and Supercross and all that. So, they're, they want to continue that train, and they, they really want to do that. And, um, you know, Tomac, Barsha, Bogle, and Wuhan, you know, they're... They got a fast crew there, so hopefully uh, they continue that and um, looking good. Keep moving. Blake Baggett looked awesome too. It was kind of fun because of the fact that he did the whole chupacabra thing all over again. I mean, he just like he got in his weird spots with his weird starts. He got a better start in the second moto, but his first one, you know, he comes from the back and like almost makes it past the people in the air in all kinds of crazy fashions. I mean, the guys, the guys, ridiculous. Seeing that kind of ferocity in person blew me away. Like, you see it on TV, you're watching it like, wow, that guy's fast. I mean, but watching him essentially just do what he does, where he can come from the back and just dominate the field, was ridiculous. I mean, that is just, in person, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, Blake is really, you know, he stepped it up a lot. Like, you look at him last year at the Nationals, he was going really well, you know. I think it was just a little bit of inconsistency and not just, you know, um, not being, you know, the front rider, you know, Wilson Rattray and the whole pro circuit team last year was just like intense. So yes, and now um, you know with Supercross, you know, this past you know this past winter and in spring, it's been bad, had a tough season, you know, and he wants to get better than that. You know, he wants to do better than what he you know than he did in Supercross by far. And overall win and a second overall, I think, or third overall, whatever we got in at Freestone. I mean, yeah. I mean. He's he's looks really comfortable outdoors, and I mean just seeing him practice doing the uh, 
the you know the loop into the twelve pack and everything. I mean, he is just, <laughs> the, the the kid's definitely on it, you know. And uh, his confidence is there back, and you know, and the family's got to be stoked about him for sure. I see his dad around; he's smiling ear to ear every round so far. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of good vibes going over there, and um, I think when you know we're gonna see more out of him definitely throughout the season. Yeah. Well, I have to say that that was a phenomenal motocross uh, national that I got to go to. I want to go to every single one now. Uh, that happens in Texas, definitely. And if I can find a way to make it to more, I, I I certainly will. I think that anybody should try to. The GNCC is actually going on right now as we record this. You know, it's about 2.45 here in the central time. Matt's on his way to Colorado for Lakewood. We're trying to just kind of catch him on the way. But with that GNCC going on right now, we heard that Rory Mead came away with the lead into the woods with Wibbly getting the whole shot there. Again, his seventh in a row this season. Pretty crazy that he's on it that much with that. And then Brad Bakken got the XE2 whole shot. So we're looking forward to seeing how all that racing kind of scopes out. It's going to be a good time. So we've got Lakewood coming up. You're going to be there. You're going to be having your videos again. Um, we obviously want to throw out a shout to mxptv.com. That's uh, Matt's site. That's where everything goes on that he does. Pretty much 90% of it's him. He's got people that help out, but that's the way it works. Um, can't, can't have to say thank you to our sponsors as well, Fly Racing. Flyracing.com is the URL where you can find all of their apparel, all of their awesome casual wear. I got myself a bitchin' sunburn yesterday wearing one of their tanks. It was great. I think everybody should get a sunburn wearing one of their tank tops. It's the way to do it. So flyracing.com. And as well, you have to check out illusiongraphics.net. Um, Josh from SMS Racing down in Denton has really been helping us out a lot. Let us borrow his buggy for running around. Can't thank those guys enough. They do a lot for us. So we would love it if you guys would go check them out. Just give them a high five on the internet and make sure that they feel welcome. That's you that. high fives on the internet? Dude, dude, you can do anything on the internet. I mean, you can like stuff. I know you can do high fives now. Oh, yeah. I'll high five you really hard later. All right. All right. It's going to be interesting. That'll be interesting, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not going to let my wife watch that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You got any last, last words to say for you, for anything, your great weekend, what's coming up? Uh, all that well, other than being on the road since April 30th, basically, uh, yeah, just continue the road trip. And uh, you can follow everything on MXBTV.com, uh, my WhatsApp column I do every Friday. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, MXPTV, follow away. I shoot pictures while I'm on the road and from the weird to the wild, wherever it is, I post it. And, uh, weird so to the wild, I like it, that. Something like that, it'll be good. And, uh, Saturday nights right there. <laughs> there you go. And then, um, but also, uh, check out AlliesSports.com as well. I've been doing a lot of video work for them. Um, if you may have not seen too much content on my site, it's because I'm doing a lot of work for them. So <laughs> he's getting paid in other ways. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting tossed around, so it's just the way it goes. But <laughs> that's uh, his Saturday night. So yeah, there you go. So, uh, but anyways, yeah, check out AlliesSports.com. They do a lot of stuff on there. We're doing a lot of web features on there, you know, throughout the year, and um, they they've been you know they're helping me out a lot too. But also you know some great content on the way. Filmed a bunch of videos so far, and uh, definitely check that stuff out. We got a lot of house tours. We got some bike setup videos that are gonna be. Definitely really nice to check out. Yeah, we've got one of my house, one of my bike. It's going to be awesome. I yeah, it's already shot already. we got kidding. it all done. It's so. actually completely worthless because it's like, well, this is a shitty house and that bike's beat the crap. So that's worthless. But so, I thought that was a factory KTM in there. Oh, yeah. Factory oh. KTM from 09, back when they sold them at the shop. Oh. Used crap oh. holes. I'm just kidding. Seriously. <laughs> All right. So seattime.to is the URL where you can find this site where we live on the internet. We're as well on YouTube and all kinds of other fun channels. But Facebook, facebook.com slash seattime. And Twitter. Twitter is uh, at seattime, at seattime underscore CEO. I'm still screwing that up. What's the deal? I don't know. We tweet fun. We talk awesome on Facebook. Please come follow us. Have fun with us. But the biggest thing that you have to remember with Seat Time is we're all about having a pipe full of awesome. That doesn't mean you need to drink to enjoy life. That just means 
awesome need to be had. Make sure you create it. We want to know about it, so hit us up. Please. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Stuart's gear looks horrible with his yellow bike and red number plate.